Well, I've got an announcement to make for all the rest of you ignorant, coal-smudged, rural dwellers in the United States. We've finally been given a lifeline. That's right. Letcher County will finally be back on top. We were down. We were kicked while we were down. The whole world laughed at us while we laid in the mud with coal smudged on our faces that we couldn't mine anymore. You all laughed at us, but now we'll see who's laughing. Now the tables have turned because just announced this week, Letcher County is getting a rare earth mineral mine. <laughs> uh, soon to be mined by the same uh, c company... I think American Resources, which is a coal company. <laughs> that's this is, that's right. Dude, this is going to be all the rage. Yeah, we're going to party like it's eighteen seventy eight. A lot of people don't know this, but it wasn't the first like prospecting in Appalachia done for cobalt mining. That's kind of how they stumbled upon coal or whatever? I think so. I'm just reading here. Upon analysis, it has been estimated that American Rare Earth's initial site has the ability to produce rare earth oxides, having a mix of approximately 20% neodymium, uh, praseodymium, and disoprosium. Those classic minerals we all know and love. <laughs> Doc, let me just tell you what I see happening here. Right, up, right from the jump. In the the year is twenty one thirty six, and somebody's going to be fighting the war on neo, whatever you said, <laughs> neodymium. And then people are going to be like saying, "This is my heritage. This is what my daddy and his daddy's <laughs> daddy and his daddy's daddy before him always mined." And these goddamn liberals are out here trying to take it from us yet again. Yep. My great 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 grandpappy was a dyspromius miner. <laughs> it Look, keeps the lights know this, on, but bitch. I come from a long line. Yeah, keeps your uh, <laughs> iPhone six hundred and three going. <laughs> we're gonna have unreasonable power if you think about it, man. That's what I said. We're back on top, baby. Yeah, they if they thought they kicked us down, but let's see where you're at when you need your. Hey, say it again. Uh, I guess dyspros dysprosium. We've also got cobalt and lithium, which I didn't know. But fuck, I'll get a job in the lithium mines <laughs> just to, for, just for the unintended consequences. I was. That's what I was gonna say. I work in a lithium mine. <laughs> God, I'd be so goddamn. I'd come home happy as hell. I'd be broken down, but I'd be like, my mood would be off the charts. Good every day. Yeah, you would have. Green lung, but you would be—you'd be. I mean, your lungs tissue would be coated in crystallized lithium. <laughs> but you'd, but feel, you'd feel so good. Your <laughs> mood would be so good every day. <laughs> oh, how, how was your day today, honey? Ah, oh, you know, <laughs> stable. Same old, same old. It was very stable. <laughs> very stable. Yeah, <laughs> rather pleasant, actually. <laughs> Uh, you got your foot crushed by a bolt machine. <laughs> yeah, but you really got to reframe how you look at these things. <laughs> a temporary setback for a for a great comeback, I say. Yeah, 
Um, furthermore, the sites in this region are unique in that, unlike most sites in the domestic market, they possess a low level of thorium and other radioactive elements that can be harmful to the environment in the process. Good to know. I was worried about the thorium. <laughs> yeah, that's been on a lot of people's minds lately. <laughs> All the chatter about rare earth mineral mining coming, and that's what... That's good that you have a company looking out for your best interest, really, and your health. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, Especially with sterling a reputation as this one. Uh, yeah, American Resources, which was this week honored on the NASDAQ stock exchange floor by being tapped to ring the closing bell. So we've got people advocating for us at the upper echelons of the economy, my friend. Can't argue with that, man. We're on the way up. And Can't all argue of you, with that. I... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, all of you who laughed at us. Now who's laughing? Just that said you're down and out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, how about that? How about that, Joe Biden? How about that, New York, for always bitching about how you subsidize us? Well, look, we're going to be subsidizing ourselves off of that. Yeah, Cobalt you better money. watch how you fucking talk to me if y'all want lithium and... <laughs> what was it again? What was the other one? Neodymium. <laughs> Neodymium. <laughs> okay? When you're out there making your Grubhub calls, doing your Instacart, calling your Ubers and all that stuff, just know that one of me and my ilk are down there in the Dionithium mines making it all possible. That's right. Um... No, uh, they have a processing facility. Apparently, they're planning to open one. They're they're planning to open Dean Mining's other four operating locations. I think they're turning an old like tipple site out in Dean. Out in they're the retrofitting. It, <laughs> they're retrofitting it. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, what if we like? What if we just go to the next level? Like we're still miners, all right? right. That that never going to change. But like. Eastern Kentucky becomes like a real space age place where like we're mining all these like crazy ass arcane minerals that just nobody clearly knows what they do. You know, right. I guess lithium is for batteries, for drugs, right? Mood stabilizers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I guess sounds like when I hear rare earth minerals, I always think of like Foxconn. <laughs> well, here it says um, graphene is one use of them. Uh, Graphene is used in tennis rackets. I do know that. Oh, well, you're welcome, Rafael Nadal. Um, it is more than 100 times stronger than the strongest steel and is an excellent conductor of heat and electricity. It has many applications, including ballistic armor, electronics, solar cells, biomedicine, batteries, and aerospace coatings. Dude, we really are going to be spacified. You're right. Dog, I love it. We're leading America into the future. And by that, I mean... This will absolutely crash and burn and never materialize. <laughs> Smart money's on that happening. But here's what they're going. Here's what'll happen is they'll do like a cost-benefit analysis and they'll realize, oh, let's retrofit some old technology that doesn't really work in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that's a hard logistical conundrum to like get it out of there. Right. Or let's just go find another place where it's easier to mine and we can do it cheaper. Yeah, and where the labor and we'll come back to it in the future if you know in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. They've been talking. I feel like they've been talking about rare earth minerals for years now. Um, well, if I'm not mistaken, I think 
when Andrew Carnegie was first prospecting in like southern Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and even down in eastern Kentucky, East Tennessee, like I think cobalt was the big thing. Yeah. Like that he was like he had his design set on and then I guess what did Carnegie become? Like a steel guy? Yeah, steel. So like I guess metallurgical coal would have been his interest around here. Right. But uh yeah, we've just had a bunch of cobalt just sitting under here not doing nothing with I it. I could have been licking the rocks this whole time. Could have been, <laughs> Feeling man. Getting, much better. Getting blue lung. <laughs> well, the Letcher County, or the Whitesburg Mountain Eagle does not disappoint this week. I mean, it is packed full of great and uh, not depressing content. Um, such a, like, you know letting us know that the vaccines are available but apparently our deaths have been underreported. have you heard about this like Letcher County I saw that was the front page news today the deaths have been underreported. uh so what did they think was ha- what, what were they what were they attributing them to I really don't know there's a conspiracy theory I mean here's here's the thing you got you got a county of 18,000 people when like 12 people die unexpectedly that's not nothing in the next county over, Wise County, which is maybe 30,000 people, it's about the same population base. They've had 70 deaths, man. That's fucking nuts. 70? 70. But there's a conspiracy theory. I mean, we had, what's our numbers? Like 60. It's about the same. So twi- about twice the size and almost the same amount of deaths. Yeah. There's a conspiracy theory in the speak your piece that I guess we'll get to but basically the gist of it is that hospitals get money for every COVID death or something I think that's what it is so that's why they've oh that's why the de- numbers are so high man that's actually if we're truly if we're truly living in an e-crisis I'm just gonna start putting the most batshit stuff <laughs> out there <laughs> if you could just say that like the hospitals get money for COVID deaths <laughs> Like, what could we put out there that, like, would... That would move the needle? Yeah. Like, we, well, gotta, we, we need to start... You do, we got to start weaponizing the e-crisis in the direction we need society to go, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, We're not utilizing it. We're sitting here telling the truth. We're post-truth, man. You're right. You're right. We, we why don't they just lie? They really should just lie. Just be like, the vaccine... And you, the vaccine gives you superpowers. Um, it makes your dick really hard. It, <laughs> the vaccine has a uh, a compound in it similar to sildenafil. A- Andrew, Andy Basir telling everybody this. Now, if you go get the vaccine, your dick will be hard for two weeks. You want to go do it? <laughs> That's fine. That's normal. <laughs> Donald Trump just nuts his britches every time somebody gets the vaccine. That would, that would send them flocking. Yeah. Oh fuck, man. Um, so there's a lot to cover this week. I wrote out every single thing we could potentially cover. It's almost an entire page of, um, college ruled notebook paper. Uh, okay. So there's there's a whole lot. Um, I thought perhaps we could start working our way. Do what? I so said we got some ground to cover today. We got some ground to cover. I thought perhaps we could start working our way through it by covering some speaker pieces. Um, so we might as well just go ahead and get some of those out of the way. Okay. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> we got a lot of a lot of stuff today. It's pick your piece. Yeah, I first mean, off. we knew that it would it would deliver. This is the first speaker piece after the uh, the Capitol Hill siege. I'm not calling it an insurrection. I'm not giving these people that. This is I I hate that people call this thing an insurrection. It's like it, I don't know. I don't really know what else word to call it. An though. insurrection sounds like it's out of Star Wars or something. It's it sounds badass. Yeah. Yeah, siege yeah, is fine. Really is. Like it, insurrection, you're giving, makes... you're giving too too much, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. When I turned my television on last Wednesday, li- listen. I just also want to say before we get into this, this is really checking the pulse of rural America. <laughs> yeah, I and I know that so. you, I know that you got a good sample size because when you send these to me, it's usually like two or three. There's 17 pages of <laughs> screenshots here. <laughs> So, listen, here's what, here's what, the, from their own mouth, here's what these people believe to be the truth about this. <laughs> Dude, there are some Trump in there. Trump supporters. There are some in there that are so entirely nonsensical. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, what I really want to illustrate here is the diversity of opinion. Yes, this, exactly. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Even amongst the Trumpers. <clears throat> Let's kick it off. When I turned on my television last Wednesday, I thought I was watching Antifa and Black Lives Matter in the White House. <laughs> See? So you got the Trump supporter that thinks that this crowd is no better than those Antifas or in the summer. Or is actual Antifa themselves. Or is actually, or, yeah, or, Has been yeah, infiltrated or, by Antifa. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. I just listened to a newscaster just say that what happened at our Capitol last week will go down in history as our... Hold on a second. Maybe that wasn't meant to be read. (laughs) Wait, did it cut off? Okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind, never mind. I see it, I see it, I see it. I listened to a newscaster just say what... That what happened at our Capitol last week will go down in history as our darkest hour. (laughs) Well, I want to remind her about the Twin Towers. To me, that was the darkest hour. And as far as those rioters going into the Capitol, don't those buildings belong to Americans? Uh, See, some of the people that were in there in the insurrection seem to think the same thing. That's right. (laughs) Don't they pay taxes to keep those buildings going? Yes, that is their building too, and if... I'm editorializing here. If they want to spread shit on Washington crossing the Delaware and break the windows, they're more than entitled to. Yeah, sure, they went about it the wrong way, but that is their building also. God bless America, and we hope this will never happen again. What in the hell's wrong with America anyway? Look what they did at the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. Why can't we protect the, what the public owns? God bless America again. Hey. The the hey, public? listen, that's a valid question in an era of a trillion-dollar NATSEC state. Why couldn't we keep the capital under wraps? I, I like the good question. I like the part that was they, they went about it the wrong way. Like it reminds me of this woman I spoke to in Damascus, Virginia, over the summer, like in June, who was like, "Yeah, right, right in the middle of the of the biggest protests and riots and everything." She was like, "Oh, it's just crazy right now, you know." They're just burning everything down. And then she looked off for like a five second pause and goes, Well, but you know, we all make mistakes, so. 
It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> gotta have a little grace for everybody. <clears throat> Hello, Russia and China. Here we come. You tyrants have always had a one-party system so you could oppress your people. Well, America, here in America, we've always had a two-party system. Republicans and Democrats. Now we've gone to a one-party system ourselves. The Republican Party is finished, and Democrats will take us into communism. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> we see these so-called radical extremists on TV going into the U.S. Capitol and causing a ruckus. We have some of those radical extremists right here in Letcher County. Uh, they can dude, hide in their... I think this is, is the one that blew my fucking mind. I think this is the one. I, there's one that blew my mind. <laughs> this, this might be it. This, this feels like it has potential to blow my mind. <laughs> they can hide in their job to cover their own hind end, but everybody knows that they like to fly their little flag with a snake on it that says, don't tread on me. <laughs> well, now you boys know how it feels, don't you? You make the Confederate flag look like racism, but the flag isn't the racist. You are the racist. Wait, what? Everybody knows you're nothing but trouble. One of these days, you're going to stick out the little yellow flag where the sun... You're going to stick that little yellow flag where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Me, myself, I'll fly the stars and stripes, and I'll fly the stars and bars with the Confederate flag. But I will never fly one of those cowardly yellow flags. And here's what's interesting about that. This is fascinating. That... This is the most fat one of the most fascinating things I've ever read because you have you have a Confederate flag sympathizer thinking <laughs> that the don't tread on me people are a secret cabal of shitsters that are like bringing shame to the American flag and yes. that other most American of flags the Confederate <laughs> the flag. It's like they and, are the true and, sedition. And also it's like it's like it's like the Spider-Man pointing at each other, man. <laughs> Dude, I I thought about I read that one yesterday, and I probably did not stop thinking about it over the course of the next twenty-four hours. <laughs> what what's what's a foot there, man? No, it really is someone who is pro-U.S., pro-Confederacy, and thinks that the "Don't Tread on Me" people are seditionist. Uh, traitors to the flag and furthermore there's a weird line in there where it's like one day you're gonna stick that thing where the sun don't shine <laughs> like what you're gonna fuck and the also, flag and, and also you're and also you're gonna fuck yourself with the flag in front of me and I'm gonna jack off while you do it <laughs> oh man oh now, I'm telling you man it, do we have the whole spectrum of thought today it is man we have a lot there's and here's the only listen for everybody hurling like bad faith shit toward us okay yes nobody's none of nobody is saying that that this thing or that thing's not fascism or that there's not fascists in the trump like uh you know consensus or that there's not you know that Trump is not, uh, you know, doesn't have fascist elements in his presentation or whatever. What we're trying to say is that there are a myriad of different opinions and weird, incoherent politics in this number. Yeah, it's what we're trying to get at. No, that's exactly right. I wanted to, t I wanted to address that even a little bit 
I never address the haters. You know, I always assume that anytime someone throws a fit over what we say on this show, they just want attention. But this is the only thing, really, over the course of the past three and a half years that's really gotten under my skin. The idea that we just don't take this seriously enough or something like that. I mean, yeah. first of all, I have to ask, what do you want from us? We're fucking just two dipshits who live in the woods. Uh, if you're getting all of your analysis and what you want to think from a podcast, maybe rethink some things. But also... Man, if you're getting if you're getting your, all your analysis from two dipshits that live in the woods, you might just go ahead and do the natural progression, get into crystals and animal sacrifice. <laughs> consult the oracle and so forth right but also no one knows what to think right now we're all fucking just as confused as the next person maybe some of us are a little scared with good reason maybe some of us are acting like we aren't but we're just trying to make sense of things in real time without being completely doomer alarmist which, or... yeah alarmist or doomer or whatever i mean and so it's like what do you want <laughs> it's just like i do take this seriously but at the same yeah, time, what do you, yeah, would, do you want me to get on here every single week and tell you to be more afraid, be more scared, be more paranoid, you know, retreat into your own shell and uh, your so, own world? What do you want? Children, save yourselves. Rip out your mercury feelings. Like, that's what you sound like, fucking Del Gribble on, like, pirate radio. Also, another thing, motherfucker... We live amongst these motherfuckers. <laughs> that's exactly... Wall to wall! That's exactly... Okay? Right? That's exactly... God damn! That's exactly my next point. It's like, I know these people. And so it's like... Yeah. For me to call them fascists would mean that I would have to give them a little more credit than I know they actually... I mean, there are fascists among them. I'm, there are actual fascists yeah. in, the, in, in, the, in the ranks. There's no doubt Yeah, there's no that. doubt about it. But at the same time, I know a lot of these people just because they're like... My racist dentist or something, you know what I mean? It's like, like my racist dentist or like this guy that like, you know, is like still thinks that Trump's going to wave a magic wand and like keep his job and all this kind of shit. Well, yeah, and then you could say, well, what are you doing in a community? Well, motherfucker, uh, you don't know anything I don't, about no, me. Listen, I, I don't, I don't try out credentials. I don't try out credentials. I don't do yeah. that. You're right. You're right. Why, it's why not a fucking. This is not. This is not the fucking. This is not the fucking activism Olympics. You fucking dipshit. Suck my fucking cock. You don't know me. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, people, if you have. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to keep reading. Okay. <laughs> People, if you have anything to say about Joe Biden, you better get it in before January 20th because Big Brother will be watching after the 20th. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Big Brother. I hope Trump supporters were watching the protests outside the Capitol building. These scumbags were not patriots. I doubt that you could find a dozen patriots in that crowd that served in the military and were honorably discharged. <laughs> there are cowards, including Trump himself, who have egged this on, but are not there in person. This is not who the American people really are. These are simple-minded, gullible fools who have fallen under influence of a mentally unbalanced leader, just like the Jim Jones cult, Ruby Ridge, Waco, and Germany under Hitler. The caller who compared Biden to Hitler obviously failed American government if they even bothered to take it in the first place. <laughs> true, true. Thoughts about that? No, just, once again, just documenting the plethora, just the, the vast 
spectrum of thought. <clears throat> After watching the fascist traitors storm the Capitol, I believe that every last one of these freaks should be shot and the congressional <laughs> traitors that helped incite this riots along with them. I, li I, li I like that the cure to fascism is more fascism. This, this, I, I picked this one out because there's a certain type of Democrat that is... I don't really know how else to put it other than to say that they would be considered maybe like a radical Jacobin or something in the French Revolution. Like, Democrats who would literally massacre half the U.S. for being Republicans just so they can have, like, tax credits and access to health care. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, like, they would, they would gladly murder every conservative in the country if it meant that, like, they could keep the earned income tax credit. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they're, they're, they are hyper, um, I don't want to say violent, but they are sort of vigilant in the way that these right-wingers are who, who are like, I'm just waiting for the, the storm's coming. I'm just waiting for it to happen. These people are also the exact same, but they are hardcore Democrats. <laughs> dude, let me just tell I'll just go ahead and tell you, dude. Always, because it's been kind of a colorful affair this week over at Peter's Out for Burning. <laughs> but what these guys that like... Like, they just, like, call me a liberal all the time in there or whatever. And that's fine. I don't give a shit. I let them razz me or whatever. But what these guys don't understand is that, like, as strong man as your worldview is, the liberals are actually even more demented. Because the, li the liberals were the ones that were, like, fully on board with us pacifying a country in the name of getting one guy, one Saddam Hussein. Right. <laughs> like... Was it Madeleine Albright that said that like she was like it was worth it to like murder Iraqi school children by the scores if it meant getting Saddam Hussein? Yeah, it was uh, with regards to the. It sanctions. would be worth it. Yeah, right. That it would. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That yeah, that it would like basically we would like kill these kids, starve them out, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, she Not necessarily. literally said that children would be acceptable collateral damage for getting Saddam. That he's that he's that he's that bad bad and rude of a dude. This is someone who I'm pretty sure wrote a book on literally on fascism about like right you know how right after Trump got into office there was like a a, a sort of cottage industry or a I, I wanted I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that a little bit actually because I was talking to uh, to uh, Lee about that the other day because like <laughs> interesting that like. In 2016, right? This is what I just want to say about the fascist thing, and I'm not making a judgment call about any of that kind of stuff, okay? Uh -huh. I just want to, like, I'm just, like, calling balls and strikes here. <laughs> there was a concerted liberal effort to, like, paint Trump as, like, a fascist from, like, day one, based on, like, him saying some gnarly things going into office, right? Like, some awful, like, fucking disgusting things. And it was weird. It was like almost like the purpose of that served to like as like some sort of stimulus for like the publishing industry or something because Margaret Atwood ate good off that, right? Uh, the Sinclair Lewis estate ate good off that, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, keep keep going with what you're saying. We'll circle back to that a little bit. I, I, I that's all I was gonna say. I mean, I was just gonna say that yeah. I feel like periodically in American public discourse, you get those sort of um, sort of hysteria-driven ideas or whatever, and and people glom onto them 
you know, to sell books. People got careers, you know, and they want to sell books. Uh, it's not really, it's not really dedicated to any sort of profound or insightful analysis or anything. It's quite literally to sell books. <laughs> right. After what, I have me start this from the top again. After watching the fascist traitors storm the Capitol, I believe that every last one of these freaks should be shot and the congressional traitors that helped incite this riot along with them. No quarter, no second chances, no excuses. Kill them all and be done with it. We're going to have to get it over with sooner or later anyway. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you one other thing I know about this person without even anything else. They own a shirt that says, Murder all drug dealers and pedophiles, and they themselves are probably a drug dealer and or pedophile. <laughs> I, I do need to make it clear that I do hold, as a personal belief, the belief that belief in conservative reactionary thought should be illegal in polite society. I literally do think that it should be... I don't know what the mechanism would be in terms of like how you police that, but I do think that a healthy, just society would ostracize any kind of reactionary fascist thought to such a way that it could never gain any kind of ground. I do need to state that up Traction front. again. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I'm not willing yeah, to do that in the name of Joseph Robinette Biden. <laughs> I'm not willing to do that either. But what I am willing to say is if your name's not Dusty Hill or uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're not a member of ZZ Top, you should never say use the phrase no quarter. <laughs> I agree. Uh, if the hospital is getting money from the government when COVID is listed as the cause of a patient's death, <laughs> then it's no wonder we're getting the astronomical figures about death rates. If a patient did not die of COVID-19, it should not be listed as the cause of death. People need to wake up. <laughs> I, right. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I wonder what they think about the... Uh, the uh front page this week yeah the fact yeah that, that our deaths are underreported apparently yeah uh, uh the first act of the new 117th democratic congress was to cancel out the words mother or father or brother or sister we are now called parents and siblings Do you know what, what about mother's day and father's day do you know what this is in regards to? Is this something... I have no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was one of those like culture war things or if the Dems passed some sort of resolution that struck out gendered language from like the Constitution or something, which probably doesn't even have gendered language because it was written by like old white men. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you got to remember, in those days, even if you said man, you were talking about, you know... <laughs> literal men <laughs> like literal literal the right, men because yeah, women didn't have rights yeah the Nobody rights of rights. man <laughs> it's quite you're yeah. right but they've they probably passed some woke resolution to like i don't know make the constitution woke or so who the fuck knows man wonder what they're doing about that three-fifths part to try to <laughs> get that get that out of there yeah I swear to God that CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and all these channels have been lying to us all. Yeah. Checks out. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Man, 
It is wild. I've been watching MSNBC this week, and it is wild how, just exactly how committed to like just a, a marginally nicer capitalism that like that network is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I, I used to just think like, okay, that's just like the liberal disposition. But no, man, like they like really go out of the way to call it by name. Like you know what I mean? Like they just say stuff like, you know. Um, when they're talking about capitalism, they'll say, they they like they'll just like what we need is like a a conscious capitalism, like they name it yeah. like that yeah yeah so fucking weird man that like there's an actual like explicit project to save <laughs> like this sort of like technocratic neoliberal sort of order we're living under you know, now it's just like they just want the banks to be a little bit nicer uh, yeah know? like there was like a book or a documentary on netflix maybe it was based off of the book by robert reich who was clinton's labor secretary yeah the, whole, the entire point of it was i think it was literally called like how to save capitalism yeah like saving capitalism or something <laughs> like that right <clears throat> yeah. yeah it's funny that like if you just if if you know nothing about any economic system, if you just know, like, root words, think of how pejorative we think of the term capitalize, like capitalize off something. Right. Like, you're capitalizing off someone's misfortune. Like, you are taking somebody else's misfortune and then making that yours. That's 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 where we get the name of this from. You know right. what I mean? And like, that's the economic It's like system. in any other context, <laughs> the phrase capitalism or capitalize, the root like is, is considered pejorative and like a bad thing. Yeah, it means you're exploiting someone somehow. <laughs> right, right. You're exploiting a weakness. Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. The American patriots were in D.C., that's a great sentence. <laughs> Just staging a peaceful protest because the Constitution was trampled on and the election was stolen from them. The Democrats and the fake news are trying to make a big deal out of this, yet it was no big deal when those thugs and terrorists were burning buildings down all across America. Man, you had Joe Biden fucking calling these people th- literal <laughs> thugs and terrorists right. like this summer because they were burning down auto zones. Like, shut the fuck up. The Democrats will paint this as a horrible thing, when it was just people who were ticked off because their election was stolen. <laughs> the weird thing about this is um, this person is insane, and reading it, it pissed me off because I was like, dude, there's just no getting through to some people. But the weird thing is that the last sentence is actually kind of true. The Democrats are going to make this into a huge deal, and it was also people that were really ticked off that they're election had been stolen in their minds but i don't know i see a lot of people on the left saying that this really was a huge deal and i'm not saying that it it wasn't but i guess i just kind of look at it in the same sense that like a volcano erupts and what am i supposed to do like that's the thing it's like how am i supposed to have an opinion on a volcano exploding it just happens like what do you want me to say right like i don't i don't know man I, i mean it's a big deal and i'm not saying it's not but what the fuck am I, Terrence Ray, random Eastern Kentucky citizen, gonna do about it other than to tell you to get more freaked out and paranoid? You know? What, what? Uh, let me, let me. I was. Let me just say this, because this is this is interesting to to think about. But like, what was your reaction when that happened? My reaction was literally because because man, I, I I'm so, I'm so desensitized to shit now. <laughs> That I didn't, I didn't view that as like, 
Not that it wasn't a big thing, but I was just like, oh, this is just another wild day in the news cycle. <laughs> While other people were like declaring this like the the end of democracy or oh man you know like like whatever it was but like i like is that just from being so online that i just viewed this as like (laughs) just another day at the office or maybe it's just because we had so much proximity to like charlottesville and like uh, actual what like when like the traditionalist workers party came to Letcher County and were like going door to door and recruiting and all that kind of shit like well like I, I could see how somebody could say like those elements were present and I'm sure they were I'm not saying that they weren't and in fact I'm pretty sure there's pretty good documentation that they were I think the point they were the yeah. point here that you're trying to make is that we have become so desensitized to crazy shit that my first reaction was literally just like man this is pretty wild. I mean, that was really about it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I agree. Like, that's why I'm laughing so hard, because it's like, at a certain point, it's like, man, 4,000 people are dying a day, you know? I mean... Yeah, so, so, like, something's got to give. Yeah, you know like, I mean? exactly. Like, a society cannot sustain long-term pressure and... Uh, and um, yeah, like long-term pressure like that without something like this happening. So I thought it was going to happen sooner or later. <laughs> I just But also, but also it's fun. what's interesting about that is like that's our position. Most of these people don't even or no, I won't say most of them because who knows. Like that's that's the other thing about this whole thing is like we should just quit like making guesses about the class composition and what people are thinking and all this kind of stuff. But like most like we're talking about like 4,000 people a day dying all this stuff like What's on these people's mind was not any of those concerns. No, <laughs> it was they, they. It was like internet conspiracies about like their election being stolen from them by a radical communist, noted radical communist Joseph Robinette Biden. <laughs> I mean, just to give you an idea, I mean, I find I've adopted the position. I think it's helpful to think of it this way: Was the the capital siege a working class movement? And it's too varied. There's too many. There's there's too many varied people involved in this to be able to label it a working class, a strictly working class. No, it thing. was definitely a mixed. It was definitely a mixed class thing, and and like liberals should applaud should applaud that because they love mixed class organizing. <laughs> you're right. You're actually you're exact exactly right. I mean, so far like the resource generation people, they love that shit. You're right. So far, those have been arrested in the Capitol Hill insurrection. This is as of whatever today is, January 14th. An Olympic gold medal winner, a CEO. Oh, my God. <laughs> a CEO, a sitting state representative, a retired lieutenant colonel in the military, off-duty police officers, and the son of a judge. <laughs> a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, we're dealing with a cross-class movement here that you can't call one thing or another thing. It's it is ticked off people, pissed off at their election being stolen in their minds. It is white supremacists trying to use the opportunity of something like this to further their own cause. But like I said a minute ago, I just assumed something like this was going to happen as soon as we determined back in April that human life, as a society, we determined that human life was essentially worthless, <laughs> and that well, there's nothing well, we can I do. Mean, 
when when like we you know we were like <laughs> you know what's wild to think about man it's like this shit has been around like I, I was talking with a friend about this the other day it's like man like when Sandy Hook happened for example you know what I mean like people calling that false flag and all this kind of stuff like that really sort of set the wheels in motion of like the devaluation of like human life and like American like like modern American public life. Of course, we know like a lot of people have been dehumanized and devalued for a long time. But like, would you allow somebody just to like mop up and murder a bunch of children in a fucking elementary school in like these pristine like sort of northeastern suburbs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the horse is already out of the barn. Right. Yeah. And nobody held to account. Nothing done about that. And I'm not that. That I'm not like making a sweeping pronouncement about gun control or anything like that. That's not, that's like a whole different debate. I'm just saying that like when it became okay to kill kids, like you're not on a good trajectory there. Yeah. I mean, there were some things though in the news this week that indicated that perhaps some sort of larger forces were at work, like coup type forces were at work because there was something I saw that said, like the panic buttons in Ayanna Presley's office had been ripped out, like had the been whole ripped out. thing. So yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, this could have been a thing where Ted Cruz said, "Let's get it, let's do it, boys, let's get this thing going." <laughs> could have been. I listen. Could have been. I'm not discounting that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. All I'm saying is that, like, you got to look at all this stuff, and there's a lot going on here. Well. I, Really, what I am concerned about is people hear this kind of stuff and they're like, they're not taking this seriously. They aren't saying the correct combination of words, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, once again, I have to ask, like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to tell you to, like, workers of the world unite, go out and lead an insurrection? Like, I'm not going to tell you to do that, mostly because I could probably go to jail for that. (laughs) But, (laughs) But no, but seriously, like, I do believe that, but would you really... Do you really want that out of your entertainment? Do you really want to sit around every week and listen to me going, you guys should, you know, you guys should organize, right? Have you thought of organizing? Have you thought of, like, what you could be doing? You th- you should organize and make the world a better place. Have you thought of that? Like, of course you already fucking think that. Why, if you didn't think that, you probably wouldn't be listening to this. That's another thing, man. We all need to give each other a little grace here because it's like... All of us, there's only three feet of difference between what we all believe on the left. And yet exactly. we act like these are like, we act like these are chasms because we get bored and want to bicker on the internet. Dude, that's <laughs> exactly right. Oh, Would some of you dedicated Republicans please call in and, ha- and explain how having terrorists on your party. Hold on a second, let me start back from the top. <clears throat> Would some of you dedicated Republicans please call in and explain how having terrorists of your party defecate on the floor of the Capitol <laughs> of the United States of America helps your cause? This one is directed at you, Tom Sexton. Well. You're a terrorist, my friend. Oh, uh, uh, boy. <laughs> Here's a little palate cleanser just for a little break from the usual topics. The Jenkins City Police are a complete joke, and we definitely need a new mayor in Jenkins. Thank you. <laughs> no argument there. Really one of the worst police departments in the country, and that's saying something. No argument there. One of them's my neighbor. So. <laughs> 
The world now knows the Democrat Party has turned America into another Venezuela. <laughs> yep. Okay. Been saying it. I saw all those people heading to Washington, D.C. What a big crowd it was with all those people standing there. But I'll bet you will never see that many people trying to get into a church house. <laughs> church would be the best place for them to go right about now. Dude, Actually, I- nobody should, nobody anywhere should be trying to cram into a building of any kind. I will say that definitively. I love this one because this one has such perfect Tom Sexton energy. It's like... I see all of you trying to storm the White House, but why have none of you stormed the church house? Get right with God. <laughs> Get right with God. Well, that's a big good place to start. I wish I knew what this one was. There's not like it's just, it's cut off, but there's like one that reads, peasants were restless. <laughs> and I would love to know what the how that started. I, I almost sent that one to you, but trust me, it's lack it's it's lackluster. It does not deliver. It's someone like pontificating on you know, some sort of biblical it's it doesn't deliver. Okay. <clears throat> Last one here I think from the well, I don't know. There might could be some more here. Uh when I turned my television on last Wednesday I thought I was watching oh we've already read that one thought they were watching antifa black lives matter there is one here's on, a uh there's there's here's two a local here i want you to okay there's before you read it there's two on here i want you to hit about the uk basketball thing so well, I, that's I what i was getting ready to, that's what i was getting ready to get into okay yeah because right, i want right. to talk about this <laughs> to all you letcher countyans who are big uk fans how do you all feel about uk's basketball team taking a knee during the playing of the national anthem now, I've been a big UK fan all my life, and I'll tell you right now, I'm done with them. <laughs> they can't play ball worth a nickel, and now they're doing what they're doing. They need to learn that just not some lives matter, but all lives matter. This is baloney. <laughs> Unless they get a hold of this, I'm pulling away from University of Kentucky basketball, and I'll pick me someone else to pull for. Thank you. <laughs> okay. The Eastern Kentucky Colonels, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pull, yeah, go uh, cheer on the goddamn uh, fighting Norse of Northern Kentucky. <laughs> Fucking imbecile. Uh, I wanted. This is funny. Do what? Go ahead. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about this. This is an uh, an item. I'm kind of bummed Tanya couldn't be on the show because I wanted to talk about this with her. Uh, this is a pretty fascinating deal. So, the University of Kentucky basketball players. I guess decided to take a knee during the national anthem at a recent game. Is that correct? Correct. So, in response, the entire state has lost its goddamn mind. The two things I wanted to bring attention to, specifically. Um, a county, just a few counties over from us, Knox County, they passed a resolution. I shit you not. They passed a resolution. These are grown adults. Grown men and women, they yeah. passed a resolution um, denouncing the action and calling for a reallocation of tax dollars from their extension office. So in the state of Kentucky, the University of Kentucky funds these agricultural extension offices that employs, I don't know, probably like two dozen people. I mean, these are good paying jobs for every community. 
These fucking people yeah. passed a resolution calling for the defunding of these extension offices because that's how fucking red, nude, and mad they were about this knee, knee, knee thing. And this isn't even the craziest one. The craziest one I saw was in Laurel County, which is also close to us. The local mm. sheriff's department there is asking people to bring in their University of Kentucky gear clothing attire or whatever and is giving them blue lives matter shirts in exchange for them <laughs> yeah we'll give you something you can wear and be proud of they said these shirts I mean, a look like sh- absolute shit <laughs> dude they're awful <laughs> I, like absolute looks like looks like they like he said we've got all first responders represented on here we got police we got police we got fire we got uh Podcasters. All the way down to, yeah, podcasters all the way down. <laughs> we we respectfully declined to be included on the t-shirt. That's right. For obvious reasons. I, uh, they did want to include us, though. <laughs> um, duh, this, is, this is absolutely absurd. Complete hysteria. But I was thinking the other day about how funny, like, I don't know if you remember... When Colin Kaepernick first did this, I believe it was 2016, when he first did this, I remember what people were so mad about. They thought that it was an offense against the flag, against the troops, against the nation, and now, five years later, after it's gone through, like, the human centipede of the Trump administration and everything, it is now an offense against the cops. (laughs) It's just like, how did, uh, here's my question, how did it even start out? Like how? I mean, excuse me. How did it even get to that point? Do you think? <laughs> like, is I mean, it just the case that that like we are a country ruled by cops now? Like, they're that powerful because we've just people like people in power feel so unsafe because of the dumb shit they've been doing. They've unwittingly made these people <laughs> like they've went from the subjects. Cops have went from the subjects of powerful people until like. Now the powerful people are the patrons of the cops. Yeah, you're, dude, that is exactly right. I mean, you're exactly right. Because they really did. They fucked around and made them like a dangerous, murderous force that's extremely well-funded, and all of them, and there's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah, you're exactly right. As they stripped society of all of its resources in the neoliberalization of everything, stripped society down, stripped the commons down of any kind of uh, welfare programs, of anything to help anybody, they knew that that would incur the wrath of the public. So they had to empower the cops to serve as a buffer between us and them. And in the process, that meant that cops could now be job programs for communities. And so that meant that in order to keep those jobs, you have to have a certain ideology attached to it. And so, yeah, no, there are there is There is a there. new deal for much of the country. It's a new cop deal. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, and my God. And pretty soon it's going to be a situation where you have to take a line on that shit. Dude, they are the biggest fucking babies. I mean, like, it is incredible. Like, you are that offended that these basketball players took a knee, that you're asking people to bring in their Kentucky gear... To give them cop shirts? I mean, dude, I, I, once again, I cannot get over the image of six grown adults coming together while Standing thousands... Standing around a yeah, fucking well, flaming barrel. Yeah, while thousands of people die every day, the world just plummets into chaos, and the thing that you decide to pass a resolution on is whether you are sufficiently pissed enough 
or not at these fucking college kids? Like, give me a fucking break. And it's, and, and, and uh, what's the funny thing about that, like, extension office thing? Like, it is so catty that you are... People that have... These people that have fucking been, like, spouting off their fucking cum dumpsters about fucking uh, free speech and the end of free speech and all this kind of shit are so fucking pussy that they are willing to try to take to task fucking extension agents (laughs) of a landmark school just to like just because some 17 18 19 year old kids decided to do a protest during the national anthem i mean like if you're if 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 an 18 year old kid lives rent free in your head like that you're a fucking loser (laughs) you are the biggest fucking loser in the history of the world that's loser shit dude Dude, That's it loser is. shit. It is. It is. You got fucking grown with these fucking guys that look like the back of their necks look like a goddamn Sharpay <laughs> because they just fucking sit in their idling cars all day eating goddamn tater wedges and fucking mozzarella sticks. Uh, fucking scheming on 17-year-old high school girls. And they're sitting there and they're pissed about one thing or the other. It's like, man, they're just... In the whole capital scourge thing, like that's what we got to keep our eye on is the whole cop angle. Yeah, especially if we're talking about fascism. Uh, yeah. Well, one one more thing I want to say about the UK thing that I hate so much is that like I'm just seething just as a fan of the game and the team at the idea that some fucking statin popping fucking uh, atherosclerotic fucking pig <laughs> in Knox County is going to fuck around and run off the best coach in college basketball because he doesn't want to have to deal with this shit and he doesn't want to have his kids have to deal with this shit and he would be well within his rights to do that. Yeah. yeah. And he can coach any fucking where he wants to. And, and in the meantime, we're going to get some dumbass like Billy Kennedy that's going <laughs> to win us 17 games a year and like bring it, fulfill their dream of bringing in a bunch of corn fed fucking white boys. That fucking never win. Right. This makes me fucking sick, dude. Just, I mean, I swear to God, I hope these people fucking die. And I mean that literally. I hope that sheriff in fucking Laurel Knox County, I hope they drop fucking dead. Well, maybe they can bring Tom Sexton out of retirement if Calipari does leave. <laughs> I'll serve. I'll serve. Uh, You'll serve faithfully, but uh, <laughs> But trust me, I think, uh, think the right man's in that. In that position right now. Um. Yeah. Well. Um. I think that's about it. I had a, a reading for us today. Um. But we're at an hour, and it's gonna. It, it's so ridiculous. I think it'll probably take at least half an hour to get through. So we can save it. Is there any other thing? Like, there's a few other news items we didn't cover this week. For example, Diane Feinstein. Um. Re- uh. Registering to run again. At the at the ripe old age of ninety one, <laughs> ninety one years young, baby. Um, there was also a uh, some. Uh, there's also a thing I saw that said this is kind of on the same along the same lines of like the panic buttons ripped out in the Capitol. There was someone. There was a news item I saw that was very bizarre. Like the FBI had contacted like known far-right leaders leading up to the capital siege and had basically asked them not to go to dc so basically like please 
don't go. Please don't go to DC. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. Yeah. laughs> Please don't do it. Man. I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. I just don't know what's going on. This is the thing about this moment. This is why everybody's frustrated with the discourse, why they don't know what to think. Because... What, brother? It's, it's you know, man, brother against brother, sister against sister, non-binary person against non-binary person. You know, it's like it's almost like something that happened in the 1800s all over again. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, I think that the, the fact of the matter is, is you've got thousands of people dying every day. There's no end in sight. Uh, having the a bunch of dumbasses storm the Capitol is kind of scary. Um, and so none of us know what to think. And when we're fearful, when I mean, I feel like this is just common sense, a truism. When you're scared, when you're fearful, your brain doesn't work right. You know, you don't think about things. You don't think through. Trust me, man. I've been scared going on 20-some years now. <laughs> yeah, you don't think about things in the proper perspective, in the proper lighting or anything like that. Um, I'm not saying that there's nobody out there offering any answers and that nobody has their answer. I mean, because I do think that there are plenty of people out there who have, who have offered great assessment, great analysis and everything. But, um, but I also think that we can't walk around at all times just being scared and paranoid. Uh, uh, but anyways, I don't fucking know, man. Um, well, I don't know. I guess that about covers it this week. Uh, there was one there was one other thing I had on my list and I was going to ask if you saw it. The White House put out a video last night where Trump basically condemned the violence at the Capitol. The first time he had done that. Did yeah, you see Yeah, yeah, tucked his tail between his legs after throwing bricks. Yeah. Dude, this was a very strange video. It did not feel real. It felt like a deep fake. Am I did you get that feeling too? I've it it, it, it felt like there was some on the other side of that camera somebody was holding him hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Like, walk this back now or, uh, you know, or consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or like I said, they could have just been like, all right, he's not going to go out there and say it. We'll just fucking hire some tech company to do it. Like I said, a deep fake and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there's that, too. You know what I mean? They can, yeah, they can, uh, they can fake that it shit. It didn't look like him. It, he was doing... He was doing like mannerisms and the hand motions of like of someone who wasn't Trump. It was just I don't know, it's someone like who was acting like they were Trump or something. I don't know, man. People need to wake up is all I'm saying. They let me ask you a question. What do you think if you know I don't know, man, it seems like Trump's quickly becoming an international prize. I saw that uh, his creditor Deutsche Bank has dropped him and all this stuff and you know people like just the Trump brand is toxic but at that invariable point that he does get rehabbed if he does you know he has he has committed the unpardonable sin of you know breaking with norms and traditions and decorum and so forth uh-huh. but like do you think like if he gets around to writing his memoirs or whatever that it's just gonna be some batshit stuff like he just says that was a hologram <laughs> And just causes like further chaos, or do you think like that the the national security state will just sort of like keep him like contained for the rest of his life? I don't know, man. I, the thing is, I thought the national security state would never let him be president in the first place, but that's on me. I'm pretty dumb. I did not realize that 
We live in a petty bourgeois. Well, we're also underwriting how dumb this country is, though, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we live in a bourgeois democracy, and this is why people really have to think about this capital siege in that light. We live in a country that was established for slaveholders, literally, <laughs> merchants right. and slaveholders. Yeah, and that's who the country yeah. has always been for. And so when they storm the capital, they're just expressing their class interests like they always have. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, you you, you got to look at it through that lens. I mean, um, that's who this democracy is for. It's not for me. It's not for you. It's not for the working class. The working class has always been put under the boot and shut out of the democratic process in this country. With a few slight exceptions, there were a few moments maybe in the 30s and the 60s where they weren't. But that's about it. And yeah. Reconstruction. But, yeah, but that's about it. And also, I would say that, like... If this country had a chance for redemption at all along that arc, right? Like, if we were going to get away from that, it was blown when we didn't hang, uh, you know, William Bedford Forrest and yeah. <laughs> some of these other guys, you know. <laughs> Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I don't. I, that's exactly what I was going to say, too. I mean, yeah. that that's this is who this country is for. And so maybe that's why when I see them storming the Capitol, I am alarmed, but at the same time I'm like, well, I mean, this is their country in the sense that they are the ones who expect their interest to be expressed and manifested in how it operates and who it operates yeah. for. Um, and those yeah. are the people we have to, to defeat. I mean, those are our enemies, so. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening this week. We got let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, uh, we have a Patreon. If you want to go listen to that, we got an episode every Sunday. Um, Five dollars a month. You can go to Patreon. P a t r e o n dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Go throw a throw co- throw a couple bones at us. Yeah. We'll take some bones. We'll take, we'll some, take all the bones. We'll take all the bones. Um, so go support us there. Um, and thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please don't take any of this in bad faith. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. We love you. Why don't you love us? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we'll see you next time. Peace out.